Hello and welcome to another episode of Extraordinary Interviews with Ordinary People. I'm your host, Nathan Andrews. On today's episode, I interview my brother-in-law, James. I think it turned out to be a great interview, and I really hope you enjoy. Today's episode will begin right after a message from our sponsors. Today's episode brought to you by Kirkland's Rum at 92 proof and $15 a handle. It's an alcoholic's best friend. Today's episode also brought to you by Sugarfoot's, the finest barbecue restaurant in Arlen, Texas. Owned by the Strickland family, this restaurant specializes in Texas-style barbecue, serving such classics as hush puppies, double-shortening biscuits, and batter fries. Mm-mm-mm, them's good eats. Alright, this is my brother-in-law James, married to Anina, my sister's... My wife's sister. Yeah, I did that. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> Close enough. How are you doing today, James? I'm doing all right. Good, good. What year were you born? 1978. 1978. How old does that make you? It makes me 43. 43. That is old. Yeah, it is. So, um, you have both parents in your life? Yes, I do. What is it like with your parents? Are you close with them? or? Uh, yeah, I talk to them. Pretty often. My dad a little bit more than my mom, but yeah. The dad more. <laughs> so you have a dad, huh? Fancy with your yeah. dad. Yeah, sorry. How many brothers and sisters do you got? I have one sister. Really? Only one sister? Yeah. I don't know. I thought you had more relatives. Are you very close with your sister? Uh, I could be closer, but, you know, it's an older sister, so. And where were you born at? <clears throat> I was born in Orange, California. You lived in California your whole life? My whole life. That's cool. What was it like for you guys growing up? Just you and your sister and your parents? Or how is your sister older than you? Yeah, she's three years older than I am. And for, I, I mean, it was just a normal, you know, nuclear family, basically. If, if two kids, mom and dad in the home. And you got to experience the 80s. That's <clears throat> pretty good. Yeah. It's a good childhood. So what was... Uh, what was young childhood like for you? Like say like 8th grade? What kind of, were you like a jock or a popular uh, kid or a nerd? Or I wouldn't say that was popular or a nerd really. I was kind of a... 8th grade was not great. Um, I did get bullied a little bit. Oh yeah? Only because I had a mouth on me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Don't go die um, on me now. We're yeah, barely well, into the interview. Yeah, I know. We just started. <laughs> no, but um, I used to get bullied a lot because... I, cause, uh, People would make comments and stuff, and I would. I was always a smart mouth, mm. so I was uh, kind of quick with the comebacks and things like that. So they would get really mad, and then of course, when you can't verbally argue with somebody, you turn into fist. So through seventh and eighth grade, I used to get bullied a lot until I transferred schools. Did you fight a lot? Like yeah. actual fights? In seventh grade, I got into fights often. I actually got suspended one time for two days. The that? day I came back from that was from a fight. What what, what happened on that? <clears throat> oh, it was just like a verbal argument that turned physical. <laughs> in the classroom. In the classroom? Yeah. I thought you were supposed to fight on like, the school well, yard or something. Sometimes. But as soon as I came back after the two-day suspension, I got another fight that very same day. I got suspended for three. So I basically was out of school for an entire week. I was at school for like an hour in between that time because of... Like, <laughs> the, like... fight, the fight continued, but with other people that were also involved in the first one. Oh, wow. So they were waiting. That's wild. And I got jumped a few times in seventh grade. Jumped? I've never been jumped before. <laughs> I don't think I've ever even been in a fight before that wasn't like... <clears throat> wrestling with my buddies yeah well how many how, how many people came out here at once um what, what is jump I'm what sorry is... I don't know why I'm oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay we're edit that out in post yeah sorry about that but what is jumped defined as like three uh, people coming well, out here at once That's I, I would say more than two at least yeah but uh, there was one incident that I do remember very, very vividly the way that you walked out of school um, my sister was in high school when I was in junior high because she's three years older. So right, yeah, I was and what I would do is when <clears throat> the way that the schools were really close to each other, so you would walk out of like the back field. You would walk through this little like fenced way where there's like a wall on each side, a very small walkway, mm-hmm. and it would dump out into a major street. And that major street was where my sister would come out from her school, and we'd walk home together from there. And there was one time that w- walking through that after school one time, there was about three kids on one side, about four kids on the other side, and they all just started taking turns punching and kicking at me while I just kind of curled up and covered. Yeah, at that point, you don't really fight back, right? That's crazy. Yeah. 
came back the next day and saw them all like, you know, F you, you're all a bunch of wussies because you all jumped on me at the same time, but you know. Oh yeah, that's bad form. Well, that's, I got suspended again after that. These are all just like, uh, cumulative, like. Yeah, over time, like, I I made a lot of enemies. Enemies, yeah, cumulative enemies. A lot. That's crazy. But I got kicked out of seventh grade because of that. So. so you got, like, expelled from school? Yeah, I got expelled from 7th grade because of fighting all the time. Dang. And they said you need to go to a different school. I so they I went... ever met anybody that was actually expelled. Yeah, I got expelled, went to a different school in the district, uh-huh. and then no one knew me there, so it was a completely different thing, so I made a bunch of friends there. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so I'd never gotten any fights at that school, ever. Yeah, because you were in that era where it's, like, pretty clicky at school, right? The jocks. Oh, yeah. it, the it, it, it was clicky the, my, first, my first years of high school, too. Yeah, high I, school went, I went 92, 93 was my first school year. Wow, that's crazy. So I was that was ninth grade, seven. Yeah, started high school. That's crazy. Yeah, so like it was ninety two, ninety three was high school started, and there was it was very clicky there. uh, But I played football in freshman year, so. Oh, so you were jocking. I was with the jocks, kind of, but also with like the other kids that were just like not really jocks. Because you're a nerd then too, right? Was Star Wars out yet? Uh, well, yeah, but I wasn't. No, I, I was Star Wars came out when I was born. Um, no, but I, I, I wasn't really. I've never really been nerdy. Yeah, right. You just like so the culture or the it was, stuff from the culture. Well, what it was was like I was I was hung out with the jocks, but I also hung out with like the cool kids, quote unquote. Right. Because when I, <clears throat> for some reason, people think of band geeks as a certain thing. But I joined the band. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> God dang. Just like the day you're dying of a cough. Yeah. Don't, drink <coughs> your drink. Take a big swing <coughs> off somewhere. Yeah, sorry. I don't know why I'm coughing. Drinking, by the way, today on the show. I don't usually drink on the show, mm, but... A little rum and coke? Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, drink some. Drink some more fun. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, I... I uh, In case I get racist. <laughs> yeah, it's because you're drinking. pre-blaming the alcohol. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think you can blame your alcohol for that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, like... Um, I joined the band, and because I played a little bit in uh, junior high, and for some reason, when I was going to high school, it, it wasn't really band geeks, quote unquote. I mean, there were geeks in the band, mm-hmm. but there was also groups of people that were like the stoner kids mm-hmm. that just joined the band because they didn't want to join anything else. They didn't, they weren't fit in with the jocks, so they're just like, oh, join the band. So that ended up being like a huge thing. I ended up making a lot of friends, like lifelong friends in there. So after you went to the new school, it, it got a lot better. No more fights, or. Yeah, a lot, like no no fights at all actually in the. In the right, where you you didn't have like any like maybe not fist fights, but like self confrontations like. Oh, there used think... to be like some arguments and stuff, but nothing physical. It never got physical there. So the change really helped you change a little bit. Yeah, until college. I went to ninth grade and saw all those kids again that I went to the seventh grade with. Oh wait, so. I got expelled from seventh grade. But did you do? You, sorry, it's different for everybody. You started high school in eighth grade. No, high school in ninth. Okay. So I, I was there for seventh grade, got in a lot of fights, got kicked out. Finished seventh grade at a new school, did eighth all of eighth grade, grade at a new school. school. Then went back to the high school <laughs> and all the other kids for the original, the original junior high I went to. <laughs> but what was funny is... We've been between, waiting for you. <laughs> between eighth and ninth grade, though, I went through a growth spurt. Because uh-huh. when I in, ended eighth grade, I was like five foot something, maybe like really short, you know, and like yeah. had a mouth on me. But then for some reason, I just sprouted like a weed during that summer. So when I came back into ninth, I was taller than most of the guys that I used to be bullied by. Yeah. So we're like, whoa, we don't want to mess with him anymore because he got big over his summer, you know. So you're tall now, right? You're like yeah. six one or something. Um, six two, six three on a good day because I will stand a little taller when I'm on a good day. Should no, I... when you're in a good mood, you stand a little taller. Yeah. I guess <clears throat> you're supposed to stand as tall as you can when you're getting measured. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> you put your good mood on when you're getting measured. So, your sister was always older than you. What was? I mean, did you experience, like, high school with her at all? I mean, you were a freshman, she was, she was a senior? Yeah, she, she hated that. Because um, <clears throat> when I got to high school, I ended up becoming kind of popular, like people knew who I was. Only because I was a little bit of a class clown. Right, that's what and, I wrote on, too. Yeah, and so, like, that, like I got well-known in, yeah. in freshman year. Mm. And she was a senior at the time, and she actually has told me stories since then that the people used to come up to her and go, are you James's sister? And she's like, I've been going here for four years. What are you talking about? Am I James's sister? I've been here. Like, uh, what the heck are you talking about? That's so. funny. Yeah, I had the same thing in my <clears throat> high school. Like, But I, like, avoided it like a plague. I, I didn't want to be known as their little brother. Yeah. So I just, like, pretended like I didn't know them. Well, I didn't mind my sister. <laughs> my sister was kind of like, she just kind of, kind of was a bookworm. She was, like, the straight A student. I was not. I was a straight C and D student. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I just didn't like to do homework. Yeah, no, me too. I straight failed out of high school because I remember it 
I remember it changed pretty dramatically because, like, I was in eighth grade and I was getting, like, B's or C's because I did no homework, but I did enough, well enough on the tests and classroom participation. Mm -hmm. But then suddenly when I was in high school, or maybe it was when I was in eighth grade, it just suddenly changed. Like, homework became, like, a lot of the grade. Well, yeah, I just started suddenly failing. Like, it was so stupid. Yeah, ninth grade, they, like, gave, like, 80% of the grade was from homework. And I was like, I don't like doing homework. Could have put me in school for, like, eight hours and expect me to go home and do work, too? Like, get it done in the eight hours. I hate homework. Well, because of my uh, poor grades, I actually went to three different high schools as well. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah, the first high school, I actually left on my own accord and transferred to a different school in the district. And then the second high school actually expelled me. Because of my grade point average was, and my grades were so low, and my credits were so low that I had to go to a school where I could make up the credits. So I graduated from continuation school, actually. Continuation school, yeah. <clears throat> so I did like a year and a half of continuation school, mm. and was able to graduate that way. Yeah, I remember I got like straight Fs in high school or in junior year, and then mm. I just like didn't show up for summer school or senior year. <laughs> just didn't go. <laughs> I went to summer school one time. That was my between my freshman and sophomore year to make summer up for one class. What a joke that is. But I was getting kicked out of classes for making too many jokes. I went to Saturday friends. school once. <laughs> I went to Saturday school once. Sat next to a hot chick. That was a pretty great day. Oh, yeah. But Those are always a good day because all the hot chicks are bad girls, so they end up in Saturday school. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> oh, that's funny. So, um, after high school, did you, how long, or when did you move out of your like parents' house? I stayed there for a really long time, actually. Um, like into my twenties, I guess you know the failure to launch that thing. I just cause it kind of really didn't get like. A, I mean, the twenties isn't bad. I was still <clears> living <throat> with my sister in my twenties. Yeah, mean, I I had to leave at one point though, cause um, I was like my mid twenties, I believe, and uh, <clears throat> I was accused of child abuse, even though that wasn't happening, uh, with my nephew. I was accused of being uh, physically and verbally abusive to him. So, accused by who? Uh, by him and my sister. And so I ended up having to leave only because of repercussions from his father, who was like a skinhead at the time. So, so what did that stem from? Was there like your sister just wait? So this well, is your only sister. Yes, she has a son. Yeah, uh-huh. and she she lived at home. So she, she still lives at home to this day. Did he? Oh, she still has their parents. Yeah, she's told my mom she was never moving out. We so might get to that lives. later. That's interesting. Yeah. Um. So, so hers is it her only son? No, she has two children now. At the time, it was her only son. And then he just, he accused you first? Well, the, she, he had speech issues when he was younger, so she took him to a speech therapist. And the speech therapist says, oh, well, it's because he's being yelled at by someone in the house and he's being verbally <laughs> abused in the house. And, like, yeah, I would yell at him because I was watching him for, like, long periods of time and stuff when I got home. Yeah. And he would, he was, like, a little kid, so he was constantly trying to annoy the crap out of me and trying to push my buttons. So I would yeah. yell at him, yeah. I mean, that's what happens. <laughs> I mean, I grew up getting a lot worse than that, so I mean, it's like, dude, if you just keep yelling at that's crushing your feelings. Like, yeah, I mean, think you're weak. that's all I do is yell at my kids. <laughs> He's grown up a lot, though. He's like in his I'm 20s now. I'm against child so. abuse. So did he ever, or did that other ever get resolved? Did he or your sister ever come out and say, yeah, maybe he was just being a dumb kid? Yeah, a little bit maybe later. Wasn't much you? later, though. Oh, much Not later. at the time. That sucks. <clears throat> but that was, it was more of his therapist, the speech therapist that brought it up than anybody else, really. Well, that still sucks to, like, <clears throat> sully your name like that, especially yeah. with family. It's a bummer. Yeah. So, what age did you move out of your parents? Uh, I was 26, I believe, when I first moved out yeah. for, like, a long period. Uh, actually, yeah, for a long period of time. I had to move back later, fun. but... Oh, you moved back, too? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, I got divorced and I had to move back, so <laughs> I had nowhere else to go. Yeah. Yeah, that'll happen. So what, what finally got you out of the house? Were you just like sick of the place? Uh, well, no, it was just time to go. I mean, there was, there was, I was worried about repressions from the kid's dad from the... Uh, oh, so it was years. around that time? Yeah. So and so I like, moved out. I moved into a motel, actually, and lived is there it for be, like two months. Is it because your sister's son was in the same house? You guys all yes. lived together? Yeah. Oh, my, that's crazy hectic. So yeah, the, the house dynamic yeah. was mom, me, my mom, my dad, mom, my dad, sister, yeah. my sister's son... And my sister's uh, husband at the time, where was the bathrooms are in this place? Oh, well, the place they're in now, which is no, the same place. No, where you were at the time. Like, no, that's the same place. Oh, they're, they're, two or three so bedrooms? Like, uh, no, there's one, two, three, four bedrooms total. Are now, you, now there's five they built on, added on to are it. Are your parents wealthy? Wealthy no. or? No, it's a small house, but it's got those bedrooms. They were able to save Seems up like for a lot some. of bedrooms. They have really good credit, though, my parents have. So they're able to get loans for laws. So they, they might not be rich, but they can get stuff done. So I mean, they're, they're not destitute, but I mean, I, I grew up a little a lot more poor than I am now. 
than my parents are now, anyway. Like, growing up, it was a little bit different. Yeah, so they're not... They're well-off, not rich. Yeah, they're, they're doing they're okay. They're lower middle class is what I would classify it as. So, okay, I think it goes, okay, well-off, rich, so... Okay, that's what Yeah, so they're, they're okay. It seems they're like a lot of people, class. though. No wonder you had to get out of there. Yeah, there's a, That sounds awful. It's pretty crowded. The real <laughs> so, question is how many bathrooms... Well, that that particular place had two at the time. That's not enough for but, six or seven but people. But the two were for my sister and, and whoever she had because it was in her room. And then there's the main bathroom. Oh, for that's even else. worse. So you really got now, one bathroom. Now there's three. There's two and a half. Because half, half bath, bath is my sister's. Half bath's good. Well, the, my sister who has a half oh, bath. Oh, wait. So she always had a half bath? She, well, when we moved to this current house. It's great podcasting, all this house talk. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so how many? No, no I, so, I keep asking. I'm like, half bath or a quarter bath? Or yeah, I'm not mean? a contractor, so I get to tell you it's, uh, you know. But that's crazy. That's a lot of people. I don't, it is. I always trip out when I hear about that because that's happened on a few interviews where it's like, damn. I think the last interview I did, they had like six people with like one bathroom. I'm like, fuck that. Yeah, me and Tiana had one bathroom, and it was awful. Yeah, I, I love how people do that. Two's the best, yeah. And only two people in the house and two bathrooms is amazing. Yeah. Did, did you guys? Did you and Anina do one bathroom at all? Uh, yeah, we our first apartment was one bathroom. <laughs> yeah, we did that for years. It's like, do you have to go to the bathroom? No. I do, but do you have to go worse? Like, every time you get home, you like... Yeah, you're, like, I, worrying about who's going to use the bathroom. Like, listen, are you going to their pee, or are you going to be blowing that shit up? Because I need to know, like... Yeah, I usually would let her go, and I would hold it. It's easier. I, think I went off about this on the last yeah. podcast, too. i got to stop with all the bathroom talk. Yeah, hey, you know. Some potty humor. I'll it out cut, cut it out. It's fine. So, did you just move out outright, or did you get some roommates or something? I have moved into a motel. I lived, okay. I lived in a motel for uh, two months. It was uh, $200 a week to live there. So that would be like a little bit desperate, right? Like you, well, yeah. You not that bad that you went to a motel? I mean, that's not... Well, I, I, I was like, I need to get out of the situation. Yeah. Um, the way that I found out about this, what was going on with the situation, too, mm-hmm. by the way, is I, I wanted to find just, out what was going on when I wasn't there. Find out if people were talking about it behind the back. So I actually set up a spy camera in the house. Really? <laughs> that no one knew about. <laughs> that I was recording basically like conversations while I wasn't there. Is California a single party state? I don't think it is. Well, it's no, it was just illegal. for me. It was just for me. I wasn't publishing it. Okay. Uh, it's different. It's not right. like we're playing. Let's play the clip. No, but. Um, <laughs> right? Okay, now we're going to go to the clip <laughs> yeah, one. No, no. But, um, yeah. <laughs> I it, wish I was that good. But no, it was. Uh, it, I, I found that I heard Did them you... talking about the, the allegations and stuff because mm-hmm. that was right when the allegations came out, was when I set up the. The spy camera to see what they were talking about when I was around, and they were talking about this, these allegations, and I was like, "Really? Like I, I yell at the kid, yeah, but I didn't like get up in his face. I didn't like slam him around. I didn't smack him around or anything because I don't feel I, I don't hit kids. I just don't feel yeah, like I'm super against. I mean, I was hit when I was younger, but I mean, I don't and I don't no have a problem to hit with other kids, <laughs> but I don't have a problem with it. But at the same time, if it's not my yeah. kid, I'm especially not going to hit my own kid. I have a problem with it, but. Well, I'm, I'm, well, yeah, I know that's yeah. different, but I'm not going to hit like someone right. Else's so you kid. didn't hit him. You just but yelled at him. I just yelled. That's about. It. But I mean, think about it. For a second, honestly, like you can't go over the line yelling too. Oh yeah, for sure. Like I'm sure I probably did. Or... I probably I probably did a couple times, mm-hmm. but I I mean, it I didn't think that it was anything like if I look back on it, like maybe there's like one or two three occasions maybe at the right. most, no, like where I might have gotten a little overboard and then fun, you know, like just get out of here type thing, like you you know. Oh, I did the same thing with my nieces and nephews when I lived with my sister. I remember I look back sometimes about screaming at them because. I think because I worked at that time the afternoon shift, so when they were up in the morning and I was trying to sleep, I was like all pissed off about it. And you look back sometimes, you're like, yeah, I was kind of a dick to those kids, like but, telling them to shut up at nine in the morning, like in their own house, yeah. like. But, yeah. but I look at my nephew now, and he's like in his twenties. He's married. Well, he's with the, wife, the mother of one of his children. He's got two kids. He's got a really good job. It's union. He's carpenter. I mean, he's doing well. So obviously, I didn't. You didn't about break that him. That's good. So. When did that resolve itself? When did they say it? It like, just kind of went away. Oh, okay. Do you. Did you ever, like, brought it up with your sister directly? Like, hey, no. what the hell was that about? Nope. I left it alone. Do you think it has some sort of tension in between you guys still? No. I don't. Well, that's good. But the way that my family has always worked, we kind of, like, let things go and yeah. or sweep them under the rug and then <laughs> the hope they'll dissolve on their own, and they usually do. They do, yeah. Sweeping some under things, the rug's it depends, not it depends. There's some things that you hold on to, and there's some things that you don't. Sometimes sleeping, sweeping under the rug works. That is, mm. yeah. that is like a kind of... Uh, just don't lift the rug anymore. It's a kind of thing that's like really railed against, but it works sometimes. Like Sometimes you yeah. just kind of put shit in the past. You yeah, know? put the couch over the rug. You don't have to worry about picking it up anymore. You can't even pick up the rug anymore. Oh, man, I wish our apartment had hardwood floors so we could buy a nice rug. <laughs> I don't have that either, so... Ugh, carpet's god-awful. 
So, when did you when did you have your first love? My first love? Yeah. What age or what were you in high school? I would say the first person that I really felt like I loved, like really loved, was uh, before before my current wife. Of course, she's she's. <laughs> well, I've been married before, so you know, of course. No, I want to get I into was, that too. Like, it's interesting to me, like, because I have a first love, Michelle. Tiana knows about her very well, so I don't think it's a big deal. I think my first real love was my first wife, and that was when I was 20. Oh, God, how old was I? 21, I think, huh. when I met her. 21. Wonder I was 21 if, when I met her, yeah. I wonder if I'm early or you're late. I feel like my first love was really early. Well, I mean, I you like have the other, like, like really strong infatuation. Okay, call okay. It love. That's, a good, that's a good point, though. So not your first what you would look at as a love now. Uh-huh. What was your first love at, at that age? Like, like the Because, yeah, person? like, because, well, I mean, whatever age it is, but, like, my first love, Michelle, I realize now I didn't actually love her. Mm. Like, she actually taught me a lot, well, later in life, she taught me a lot about what love really is. Yeah. But, like, what would you say your first love with? If it's really your first wife, that's a good answer. It would still be my first wife, because I, 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 I'll be like, other girls, I was just kind of playing around with. When did you meet your first wife? I was 21 years old, I believe. 21, so it's at 99. Yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah. So it was 99, 2000, right around 99, that time. 99, what a great year. I think that's the year Eminem started getting popular. Yeah. <clears throat> Everybody was talking about Y2K the whole year. Yeah, that's right, Y2K. And I was, working, I was working at an airport. <laughs> Y2K is going to be great for younger viewers. Like, what the fuck is Y2K? What's Y2K? That was a it. big part of our life. They thought the banks were going to just shut down. Now, <clears throat> I've heard articles that say that because we made a big deal out of it and worked at it is the reason why banks didn't shut down. Like, I heard that it would have happened if well, we didn't get I've involved also, about I, it. I've also read articles that it was all a bunch of BS. Yeah, I guess. Who knows that really? It, it was the government again. But that shit campaign. was a big deal in 99. I was only what? The Y2K bug. I was only seven? Yeah, seems you were a kid. No, I, I remember it, though. more than seven. Wait, 85 to 99? Oh, okay. Yeah, you were like 14. Nine? You were 14. See? I blame it on the rum again. No, I don't think it's the wrong. Yeah, I'm just bad at math. I got my uh, son's birthday wrong. You dropped out of high school. Come on. <laughs> I'm not expecting you to be great at math. Accurate. Accurate. I did get my GED, though. Yeah, you did. So that's good. I, the problem. I purposely got my GED just so my sons can't put that shit in my face later. Exactly. You never graduated. Hey, I did. I finished it. So you're 21. What's your first wife's name? I've never heard. Oh, Leslie. Leslie. Oh. Not Leslie. She gets really mad if you pronounce it with a Z because it's actually with an S. Leslie? Yeah. Leslie? I don't know. I feel like it's always Leslie. <laughs> people are the absolute Well, she also, sp- she also spells it funny. If her I can just rant for a second, I can't stand those people that have their weird names. What the hell? Just Well, it's L-E-S-L-E-I-G-H, actually, so it's Leslie. Like, oh, like the... Wow. Yeah. Okay, now I'm even more angry. Let's just try to move past it. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> So she ever hears it, she's gonna be like, "Why is he bringing me up?" Twenty-one years old, you meet Leslie, first love of your life. Mm-hmm. How many years later do you get married? Uh, we got married in uh, oh god, it's really bad. Uh, two thousand five. Two thousand five. I think I think we 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 met in ninety nine. We didn't start dating until two thousand. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, so it was two thousand almost two thousand one when we first. Two thousand one actually when we started dating. Are you guys just friends at first or? Well, yeah, she, kind of friends, she decided to be friends for at first. <laughs> I mean, we did go on a couple dates right away when right. we first met each other. And, and, so she kind of held you off for a little while? But no, she she had some other guy that she started dating. She dated him for a while, and I just kind of okay. like was like, whatever, and I did my own thing, too. I, yeah, had, other, I had other girls that I yeah, dated for a while. Nice dating, right? I actually, yeah, dated. Those are some interesting relationships, too. But <laughs> I dated some other people, and then I ended up reconnecting with her. Okay. Yeah. So how many years until you got married? Uh, we dated for about five years. And then I proposed, and we got married a year later. We got married in 2005, and then, um, yeah, 2005. So and then you have only one daughter by her? I have one daughter by her that was, like, born, ex- like, like just less, a little less than a year after we got married. So it was, like, right away. And did you guys both want kids, or <laughs> um, was it just an accident? <laughs> that's, that's, that's a funny story. I wanted, I've always wanted a family of my own. Uh-huh. Um, only because a lot of people say that my family was always kind of a mess, but I don't, I don't see it from inside. But when you look outside, you kind of see it. And right. I understand what they're talking about. Yeah. 
possible. But I wanted my own family, basically, and I was clear about that. She was kind of, eh, I don't really want a kid. Uh-huh. But we ended up, she had a good birthday anyway. Was it, like, with protection or just... No. Okay. It was like I guess if, that's We still... were kind of like, if it happens, it happens type thing. Yeah, I and guess that's still right up a different time. I feel like nowadays everybody's either on birth control or yeah. trying to get pregnant. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. If they're, you're they're on something pregnant, or they're trying... Yeah. But were you guys doing, like, pull-out method, anything, really. or just, just, just we're whatever married? Happens, whatever happens, happens. Okay, cool. She was actually a little upset when she got pregnant, because she didn't want to get pregnant right away, and she admitted this to me later after the child was already born. And I was like, well, you should have said something beforehand. It was I too early have, for know, her. We would have done something to prevent that, but now you're saying you don't. And so it's like, at the time, she wasn't saying no, but then afterwards, she was like, I really didn't want this kid right away. Was I was she, like, wow. Was okay. she or you religious at all, or what? Her family I mean, is super religious, actually. What prevented her from getting birth control? Was it the super religious family? No, she just didn't really care. She was like, so that, like she she's wishy washy like, about it. She says now that she wasn't really ready at the time, but like at the time, she wasn't saying she wasn't ready at the time. So like it's like whatever. I feel like everybody's just on birth control nowadays, but I guess it was. A no, she earlier. never took never took birth control the whole time I've known her. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. So, you have your first kid, 2005? 2006. 2006. So, what's... Uh, what a month would, before our one-year anniversary. What would you say was your first reaction to being a dad? Uh, like, I'll answer first. I cried like a baby when I first held Sterling. Mm-hmm. What was it like for you? Did you... Were you um, really happy about it? Or were you like, fuck, I got a kid? I, no, no I, didn't, I didn't... I was super happy because I yeah. really wanted a kid. Yeah. Um, the day she was born was probably like... I put that as like the best day of my entire life. Yeah. Just seeing my kid for the first time. I totally got she you was, on that one. She was born like eyes already wide open. Yeah, that's and, cool. And um, it was she was emergency C section actually. She's Phoebe, right? Yeah. Uh, we said that, yeah, yeah Phoebe. Phoebe. That's a cool yeah. name. Did you get that from anywhere? Got it from the Bible. Huh? From the Bible, actually. Because ah. the, the religious thing. Ah, I was hoping you would say Final Fantasy, the Mystic no. Quest Adventures. It's like Phoebe a had shi- a. It's like a gift from God or a shining light or something like that. Hey, Nathan's a gift from God. Yeah. Um, I'll have to show you that game sometime. Phoebe, blonde chick. I mean, it was Super Nintendo, so it was 8-bit graphics, but she had a bow and arrow. Really cool character, and I think of her every time I hear your daughter's name, because she was a great character in that game. Most people think of uh, Friends, or or they think of Phoebe from Charmed. I'll just go on record as saying Friends is a garbage series. Yeah. Well, I might get hate for was, that, but... Oh, it was very large sucks. and very popular, and it still is, actually. But... You should start telling people you got it from Mystic Quest, the Final Fantasy Adventures. Okay, I'm awesome. not that much of a nerd. <laughs> and most of my friends aren't that much of a nerd either. <laughs> it's the best Final so be Fantasy honest, game you, out if you, there. If I mean... you read the Bible, there's a part where um, one of the letters is delivered by a, a deaconess named Phoebe. That's cool. That's where Was that your from. first choice for a name? Or did, did you and your wife go back and forth? <laughs> or did you get to choose? Or well, he, I had a different name in mind, but... I always say this. You're carrying it for nine months. You kind of have the final say on what the name is. Yeah. What I'm was not, your I'm not carrying it. Do you remember the different one? The alternate? My grandmother, on my, fa- my father's mother, always wanted me or my sister to have a child. If we had a girl, she wanted us to name it Linnea Johanna. Say that again? Linnea Johanna. Linnea. It's, it's very Swedish. Oh, and my grandmother was full Swedish, so that's why she wanted that. I mean, if you want your kid to spend the rest of their life going, no, 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 it's spelled this way. If you know what Linnea Johanna means, <laughs> you wouldn't think that, but it's okay. Yeah. That's also a very religious naming sounding name as well. Oh, okay. the meetings. That's cool. So she's born in two thousand six. When did you and your wife split? Uh two thousand eight, I believe. Yeah, two thousand seven, two thousand eight. That was the end of two thousand seven, beginning pretty of Pretty quick after the kid. Did it have anything to do with um, the child or a little bit. Um she held on to that resentment, but it also had to do with the fact that my ex wife could not let anything go. Hmm. So stuff that she learned about me before we got married and then uh basically that was something that she because of her religious background too was something she just could not let go and wait she, she what about her religious up. bathroom background well she's super religious and then right. she found out that before, catholic christian uh protestant so protestant, regular, christian yeah uh <laughs> pentecostal actually so if, oh, anybody, okay. knows, if anybody knows anything about pentecostals it's, pentecostal, it's out there that's fancy they talk in tongues and everything <laughs> yeah but um yeah uh she found out that before her I had dated a woman that was married so I had an affair with a married woman for a period of time and she was not cool with that and I was like well you know I knew you but I wasn't dating you so I don't see what the problem is because I always think whatever your past is is your past and who cares Mm -hmm. because like a lot of guys they think about what's your number I I don't care what my wife's number is Mm -hmm. I don't care 
because it's not me. As long as it doesn't go up all the way together, I'm good. But <laughs> she used to she used to bring that up every as long once as it's in a while. static number. And she used to bring it up every once in a while and go like, I know I can't believe you did that, and I just don't know that. And she would just bring it up. Did you know at the time she was married? The one that I dated before, in my life? yeah. Oh yeah. I, I mean, you didn't care. That oh, she was super hot. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, okay. If I showed you a picture, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I get it. Further questions, <laughs> what's wrong? Yeah, I show any guy hot. a picture of it, they'd be it's like, okay. oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I would probably do it too. She's super hot, I get it. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Super All hot. All tatted up, like short hair, and just like. I don't know why I keep just, grabbing this drink. I really should stop. I put way too much rum there. Yeah, there was like zero I, ice, so I just put like. I know how much rum was left in that bottle, so yeah, you got a lot there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already pretty buzzed, so all right, let's try to get through this. All right, so what was. The so no one goes out planning to get divorced. Was it really a hard decision for you, or were you like, oh, this is the best? It wasn't. For me it wasn't my decision, to be honest. Okay. Um, we were fighting a lot about money and things because at the time I actually had gotten laid off and I was collecting unemployment and I was looking for a new job. She was upset about that. She kept bringing up stuff from the past, from the beginning of her relationship where I made some mistakes and said some things I probably shouldn't have said at the very beginning, though. Mm-hmm. So, like, this is years later, she's bringing it up. Mm-hmm. And, of course, stuff before I met her with the, the whole thing that I had, had slept with a married woman, that type of stuff. So, stuff was coming up all the time. She always brought it up in fights. And we're getting in a lot of fights. And then one day I was uh, watching TV, sitting on the couch with my daughter, just kind of watching TV. She came home with her mom because we were living with her parents at the time. We had to move them in with us. They were living with you? They were living with us, then we moved into a house that they owned like later on that they ended up inheriting. So they, we were actually living with them at that time. Before that, they were living with us. Now then we were living with them. So okay. however you want to phrase it. <laughs> but right. at, that time, at that time, we were living with them. Right. Because um, she wanted to. I, we, we had lived on our own for a while, but she wanted to live with her parents. So I was mm. like, fine, whatever. Um, so we were living there. I was watching TV with my daughter. She came home from shopping with her mom, and she asked her mom to take... My daughter to a different room, went into a different room. She just said, I think we should get divorced. I said, okay, fine. I'll have my stuff out tomorrow. And then that night, we actually hung out and partied with some of her cousins, and we were making jokes about it. But then the next day, I packed up my stuff, and I left. I actually called my, my family that night and said, hey, I need somewhere to go starting tomorrow. And they said, hey, if you need a place to stay, we have the extra room. We have an air mattress for you. Come on and move in. So we, I went and moved back in with my parents, and I was there for a while, actually, after that. So... It was her choice. She brought it up, but mm-hmm. you kind of responded the same. So, were you ready for well, it, or what? What made you say the that? reason why I said okay is I've always had the the feeling in in me that if you don't want me, then that's fine. I'm not going to fight you. Like I, I'm not going to try to change your mind. Basically, but like you're not going to fight for the marriage or the child. I had already fought no plenty of times before that. Or nothing you guys I, did. I that. had already tried before because mm-hmm. we were having fights, and I was trying to like figure it out like what's what we do and i was just done it's mostly me just a selfish mind asking for my marriage i don't know like if you ever feel that way because you're married now if you ever think to yourself like fuck i better avoid the pitfalls of the last one or i don't know if you've ever thought to ask people like hey what made you get divorced like so i can avoid that shit like well the main thing there was a lot of fighting going on first of all and when there's a lot of fighting going on you either need to come to an agreement on on how to fix that issue that you're fighting about but i was at the point where like i've already apologized for so much of this stuff in the past and you're making me re-apologize for it over and over and over again every fight and i it's like i already said i'm sorry yeah i can't say any more than that like yeah. you can say i'm sorry and then there's nothing you can do about it because it's in the past i can't yeah. go back in time and change things you can't yeah. do it so at some point she so, has to let things go yeah and or... if she and i i was already at the point after all the fighting that we have been doing like up to that point we were doing a lot of fighting it was almost daily and i wasn't even living in the same room at the time i was actually staying in my daughter's room for like a year before we got divorced oh wow yeah so so i mean it I was hear, it was kind of over before that yeah like, i hear a lot like of that, that too like um i feel like every divorce you're kind of quotations divorced well, yeah. before the actual the, the, divorce. The marriage is over long. It's always like inside. a year or so before when yeah. you're like, fuck it, okay, we're really done now. Um, your child had to come into your mind, though. I mean, did you think like, ah, oh, fuck, I wish I could. Because, like, for me, it would be kind of embarrassing to my family and my children if I couldn't make my marriage work. So did you ever get that feeling with Phoebe? Like, ah, oh, fuck, I, I, I've... I fucked this up and it's going to affect her. Well, I never thought of things that way. Because um, I've seen other people. Like, my sister had gone through a divorce, too, like, before this. So I had already seen divorce in, in my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents never got divorced, but my sister. 
So watching it. Your parents might have. Well, yeah, they should have maybe got divorced. No. That's always the no, best. No, I'm glad they didn't. <laughs> okay. Um, go on, sorry. But yeah. So watching someone else go through it, I knew like when you get divorced, this is what you have to do. You have to make sure that you're not bad mouthing your each other in front of your child, which I never did. I never bad mouthed her mom, my or her mother in front of her ever. That's behind awesome. your behind your mom's back. No, and hey, she's not around, of course. No, kudos for that. Yeah. Because I did the same thing when I, I um, when I interviewed my sister, we talked about my mom and how because my dad's in a loony bin, but my mom and I didn't realize it until my sister brought it up. Is she, she never bad mouthed my dad, and that really helps. That yeah, really makes you like realize that like okay they they don't get along. It's not that one person's shitty or one, I mean I'm sure sometimes one person's just shitty, but. I mean, right after the divorce, we didn't get along very well. We used to get in fights, though. Right. Like, after the divorce. There was a lot of yelling over the phone and stuff like that. Yeah, I was wondering but about as that, But after, after, like, the first year that we that I was out of the house and stuff, mm-hmm. we started, like, going, we need to do what's best for our kid, so we need to get along for our kid. And we yeah. came to that conclusion to together, where, like, we don't want her to grow up crazy and yeah. not well-adjusted. So we need to get together. So we actually came and, like, you know, came together, got, like, friendly with each other. Yeah. As, as you can. Let's, let's be cordial. Yeah. For the so kids so we've been cordial ever since. So it's been years that we've just been cordial with each other. Well, that's... I mean, the kid's almost 15 now. And it was, like, she was, really, like, barely two, almost three years old. I mean, old that's a really cool, like, tribute to you. Like, that's a really good, you know, message to take is just... Let's focus on the kid. At least yeah, she's more important order. than anything else. So it's like yeah, put our shit aside and raise the child because yeah. that's the worst part about divorce, in my opinion, is the poor child doesn't get raised by a mother and father, which is of course the best. Scenario. Yeah, for anybody that's thinking about getting divorced, make sure you don't have kids before you do that. <laughs> right? If you have kids, you better fucking stick it out. <laughs> Try. So, uh, what was the early arrangements? Um, like when did you like move out or? Well, I moved out the very next day after she asked for a divorce. So after that big, after that talk you had, you just got out of I there? Was, I was, the very next morning I packed up my stuff and I was gone. Where did you go? My sister actually picked me up. Like where did, where I were went you? to my parents. So like we could be back here. Uh, yeah. So that's when you went back to your parents. Yeah, I lived in their living room for like the first like week. Yeah. And then they had cleared Probably out a back had. office thing and I moved in there. To that's that nice. room. And then, um, so when did you start to wonder like. I got to kind of stake my claim here. Like, I got to make sure I get what I deserve. Like, seeing my child. Um, there was never really a discussion. Did you guys go to court or anything? Well, or the, the She filed. Um, courts are really unfair to people that are responding to a divorce. Because the filing thing is actually not that expensive. I think it's free to file for divorce. Uh-huh. But to respond, you have to pay. Uh-huh. And it's like a lot. And we found out that if I don't respond... Then she can just say, hey, he's not responding, and it'll push through, and I don't have to pay anything. So we did that. Right. Uh, we got basically to where it was an uncontested divorce, is what they called it in the courts. So basically, everything that she asked for, she was going to get, period. Um, Makes sense. Luckily, I had someone that was fair. <laughs> um, she said, look, I know it doesn't cost $1,000 to raise a kid a month. It doesn't. Right. And anybody that thinks it does is ridiculous. So she was like, Look, child. <laughs> what's the calculator say? So we went onto the website together at the, for, because this is LA County that we lived at the time. So we went to the LA County court thing, family court thing, and looked at the calculator for child support. And it was between this amount and this amount. And then we picked the number right in the middle, and that's what we decided for child support. And then she said, as far as visitation on paper, it'll be every other weekend, one week, one day a week throughout the month or whatever, which is the normal thing. It's every other weekend, then one day a month in the middle of the week. Okay. Usually that's what it is. Right. Um, but we she said, but don't worry about that. Anytime you want to see her, just let me know. Right. And I was like, okay. So after the divorce was final, which was actually really late. for It took a long time before. I actually had was already getting ready to get married again before it was final. Is it because of like just paperwork, bureaucracy? Yeah, it was, it, it, we it was, it was just because we were dragging our feet. We just didn't really... And it, it, it went into the... At that point, it's just paperwork. Right? You have, Well, you have to wait a certain amount of time before you can say, hey, he's not contesting this type of thing, too. So there oh, was like that time. Oh, that fee. <laughs> well, yeah. And yeah. So there was like a lot of stuff that was going... And then, of course, she was dragging her feet, and then I was kind of dragging my feet, and I was like, you know, I'm getting married again. I need to get this done. So we got it done. So when you say get married again, you mean Anita, I was already right? I was already in a relationship with uh, Anina and I was engaged. Anina, who's yeah. my sister in law. Yep, we were engaged before and... you met Anina. Was there any point where you're like, I should try to save this, or were you just done with? Uh, right after I moved out, I Leslie. dated a few other people. 
like the like two days after I moved out, I was already like I dated some. Well, trying to get your rocks off, or you uh, were trying to find somebody new. Well, I, I mean, let's it, be honest. Well, I'll, I'll be honest. With you. <laughs> I, call, I call it exercising demons. Okay. I had some demons in me. Yeah. I hadn't been with the person that I was married so to for like at least off. it was six months since the last time we did anything. Ouch. So I needed to get to get myself done. That's so I knew someone that I had been talking to that I dated before in the past, and she was single. And we met up, and I exercised some demons for about a week, and then I moved on to someone else, and did, did that you, for a couple times. Did you ever cheat on your first wife? No. Well, I mean, if you wanted to be technical. We were still married when I did, but we were no, I left. We I were separated. Want to be technical. So no, no. But at that, I've never cheated on anybody. That girl you what. found right afterwards, she wasn't kind of in the holster already. No, so to speak. Okay, no, fair enough. Um, so you I kind reconnected of, her with her right after I got. You kind of sow your wild oats. I want to rewind a little bit to okay. the whole like um, child thing. Like now, I might be kind of a bad example because I'm not divorced and I have two children that I love, love my wife, yada, yada, yada. I feel like one weekend a month, one day a month, like that's not enough. No, it's not one weekend. It's every other weekend. Or even... And then one weekday a month. That's still like, okay, two weekends a month, one day a week. Like that's what? Six days at the most out of 30 days a month? Yeah, it's not a lot. I I realize that like it's just because you're male, like we get the shaft of it. That ever bother you? That doesn't seem like enough visitation. Like if me and Taylor divorce tomorrow, I want to see them like every other day. Like why doesn't it? I guess it'd be traumatic on the child maybe to go back and forth like that. But do you ever get angry that males don't get more? Um, I see how other people can. I don't because the person that I was married to is actually very fair. I see my daughter every single weekend. I, I, I can call at any point and say, hey, is anything going on tomorrow? No? All right, cool. I'm going to come by and pick her up. Okay, go ahead. So she so, worked with you to make it more yeah, palatable? My, my, ex, I'd be my ex-wife is actually super shit. super chill about whenever I want to see my kid. It's basically whenever you want to see her, call me up, let me know for free. Yeah, she's yours. Okay. So that's for it. So that helps but at, a lot. But at her age now, this is like growing up now, she's like 14, almost 15. So when she, I actually ask my daughter if she wants to hang out on certain times when I see her. I don't ask the the wife first. I ask my daughter first because she's right. at, age she's at that age. If you don't want to hang out with me this weekend, let me know you don't want to hang out. With I'm me sure there'll be there'll be a solid couple of years coming up that she won't want to see you at all. Well, probably. she's gonna be moving soon anyway. So, oh, that's right. We'll get to that in a minute. I couldn't forget about that. <laughs> um, so you're okay with the arrangements? You're. Living where now? I'm sorry, I kind of forget. With my parents. Back with, with your parents, yeah. and uh, how does that work out at first? Good. You see her every weekend, every other weekend. Yeah, I'm having her over actually. There's a story here, but anyway, I have her over for a while. Um, Tell the story. Up, well, it's up until a certain point. Okay. Um, God, this is, I don't know why I'm saying this, but anyway, um, there was an incident that happened with one of her, uh, one of her cousins. Okay. Uh, older male cousin. That's my sister's second husband, uh, second son. Sister's second son. Yeah, with her second husband. Got it. So they're all living there, of course. And uh, I guess that, it, like, he, you'd call it molestation happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so something, uh, an incident happened where it was inappropriate touching mm-hmm. going on between. But he, he's at an age where it's like, okay, he's like three to four years older than her. I think uh, it's four, four years older, almost five. How old, was, how old was she? She was, I want to say she was three or four. Okay. And so she basically told me what happened. And right. so from that point on, she has not, since then, she has not seen my family at all. Because when that came out, of course, as a father, I flipped out. Yeah. Like, I lashed out at everybody. Like, yeah. I, it was like a nuclear bomb went off in the house after I was like, because I was like, whoa, and they what? So you're in your parents' house with your, you said your my cousin? Daughter. My daughter Who, and then the my guy? nephew. Nephew. Okay, nephew. sorry. Her cousin. My daughter's cousin. <laughs> i got to get a child out or something. Sorry, it's my nephew. Get like a, one of those family trees. Yeah. <laughs> it's my, it's, my, it's my nephew. Okay, so you kind of lose it, which every father would. Oh, yeah, of course. Especially if you have a daughter, you're going to totally lose it. Right? It's funny because I wanted a daughter desperately, but it is... Trust me, you're better off having sons. Complicated sound. If I can go back and choose, I would have chosen a son. To be <laughs> Fair enough. So, um... <laughs> I love my daughter to death. But, right. But a son would have been awesome. So that's where you kind of lose it on the people? Yeah. I, I still lived there for years after, but she was never over at my house. Like, every time that I saw my daughter, we were actually at parks a lot. 
Okay, so that I this, never brought her back to the so house. So when this happened, she didn't live there. No, she was just there. For she your was visitation. Yes, yeah, visiting. That makes all that's so, why I got confused. Yeah. So, so when I did when there. I did visitation with her early, we we stopped going to my parents' house. They they actually, my parents have not seen her since then. They've been personal, like maybe once or twice since then. Wow, that's my wedding. Wild. My what, wedding was one time. What year saw, would you say that was? I want to say, oh, I don't know how my daughter, my daughter was like four or five. Mm, so that's like 10 years ago. That's, so your parents haven't regularly seen your daughter for 10 years? Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. I mean, well, see, here's fair the fair to the parents? Cause well, the no, I'm not saying, but hold on, it? hold on a second. Here's the thing. When this happened, my parents tried to, well, my mom anyway, my dad really just kind of stayed out of it. He was just like, my dad's always the kind of guy that's like, you know, you guys figure it out. I'm right. like, whatever. My dad goes with the flow. My sister and my mom took my nephew's side. Say they're just kids, and kids do this type of thing. It's like playing doctor, whatever type thing. And you're blowing up way more. And I'm like, well, I've seen the way it's affected my daughter, so yeah, I'm having a problem. And it has affected my daughter to this day still. Right. And I see it. So my my mom was kind of trying to defend my my nephew at the time. Mm. And... Because Which is a little fair to her. I mean, obviously. Well, he she, lives there, so she sees him all the time. And also, she might be just wrong taking his side of the story, mm-hmm. or well, not even the story, because he didn't even have a side of the story. He admitted what happened. So she was just ch- chucking it up to kids will be kids. No, what she's what my my sister and my mom both said is like that little girl is bossy, and if she would have told him straight up no, then it wouldn't have happened. Or something. <laughs> like no, that's oh my god, is. that's awful. You're also talking to a kid that's like three to four years older. <laughs> It's a power dynamic, and that's, that's where the problem so is. so awful. What a and they didn't understand. Yeah. So they kind of did that, and then kids being kids type thing. Kids experimenting. They kind of added thing. that onto it. Yeah. So Sorry, go back the, one. How old was the kid? The the kid was, okay, my daughter was probably four, four. and then he was like nine, almost ten. Okay, so again, to be fair, they are just children. But Not there's, like but a 17-year-old. No, but there's a big enough age difference going on. And I believe that other stuff was happening that I didn't know about. This is just the one that I found out about. Okay. But I do I do believe from what my daughter has told me since then that there was stuff going on before that, too. Oh, okay. That might have been more serious, actually. Fair enough. Fair enough. Than just touching and stuff. So I'm I just like to give everybody the people go through shit. Like, so what will happen sometimes is that kid may have, may have also been sexually abused. That nine-year-old, ten-year-old. I guarantee was not. Fair enough. So... That's when you what what happens then after that? Well, you just we stop have this the... we have this huge thing. They take his side for it, and I say, okay, then you don't have to be around my kid. Yeah, this is the way it is. So I don't bring my daughter around anymore because I don't want to bring her into the environment. She's just you know molested basically. Right. So I keep her out of that environment. Me and her mom have a talk about it. We don't fight about it because luckily she like listened to me first, <laughs> and she was right. like, hey, "What happened?" Because I need to know because my daughter's telling me stuff. I need to know what's going on. Well, yeah. So I explained it to her. Stuff. I told I told her exactly how I reacted. She was like, "Well, thank you for reacting the proper way for your kid," because mm-hmm. I don't care that you caused a, like a war in there. Good. Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, I don't care either." Yeah. And I was first. like, "If my parents are going to take the side of the molester and not the victim, then mm-hmm. I'm not going to bring the victim around. Like, you don't have to see her. You, know, you don't have to try to visit her. And I made efforts. I would say, hey, we're going to be going over here. This is the thing that really bothered me. She had a birthday coming up. We said, hey, we're going to go to John's Incredible Pizza with Phoebe. It's going to be me and Nina and Phoebe because I was with Nina at the time. When this happened, I was with Nina. Um, and I was like, if you guys want to come and see her on her birthday, you're welcome to come. And they said, well, can we bring bring your sister? And I was like, yeah, my sister can come. It's like, okay, well, she's going to bring Andrew. I said, no. If you're going to bring the guy that molested her, no. It's not yeah. going to happen. You're not going to bring that child to the thing. And they were like, well, then we're not going to come. And I was like, all right, fine. Then that's fine. She's all. And then my mom actually said, you're making me choose between my two children. I said, no, the choice that you just made of not coming and seeing her says that you made the choice. I didn't make you choose. You made the choice. You chose him over her. That's the way it is. Yeah. Because if you're choosing not to come see her on her birthday because I won't let the other one show up, that's not me choose, making you choose between two. I'm saying you can have a relationship with your granddaughter if you come without him. Right, which is and not that since, hard. <laughs> since you say no and he lives with you, you're choosing him. It's pretty easy. So they haven't seen her since then because How of that. How old is he now? Probably old, right? He's actually uh, in Marine Corps boot camp. He's 18. Um, is there ever any forgiveness for this kid? I mean, has he... Do you know if he's changed, went to counseling... They bettered himself. They didn't, they didn't put him in counseling. Was it an isolated incident? I think it was an isolated incident. I think it was an incident because of convenience, because it was there. 
So and I don't have forgiveness for him, I would say. Would you ever but I let have, him in the same room as your daughter again? Not unless my daughter was comfortable with it. So you would... Did you confer with your daughter, like, at the last event he could have gone to? The thing no, you were talking about the, his birthday? Well, the last time that my uh, daughter was around was um, when me and Anina got married. Right. And my nephew was there as well. Okay. And she actually said that she didn't feel comfortable afterwards. So that did still affect So I was like, all right, it still bothers her. She gets a weird feeling. Oh, yeah. And the way that he acted was very awkward around her, too. I think he might be autistic, to be honest with you. But he's mildly on the spectrum like everybody else. Most people are on the spectrum. But I think he's mildly autistic, too. So So what was dating like after divorce? You obviously go out there. You uh, Did you immediately think... I want to find somebody else or did you have that no. after divorcing like fuck it I'm not trying this again because I feel like that's how I would be after divorce like I'm done like if me and Tiana don't work out I'm not shooting for divorce or marriage again like and of course that's a naive person who's never experienced divorce which I totally understand but how are you right afterwards I was not looking for anything serious I was not looking to get married again I was just like you know what I'm going to date around and see what happens but so you weren't like, I wasn't closed off to the idea, but okay, I wasn't, that's I wasn't, what I was asking. I wasn't looking for it. Either. I feel like I would be closed off, but that's probably not true. I don't know because I've never been divorced, but I feel like I would just be like not even looking. Were you? Oh, well, I was like, that hey, period if, someone, if someone amazing comes along, fine, but otherwise, I don't care. Right. So you need top notch to get the second marriage going. Well, I need someone that's really cool and gets me. Because the entire time I was married, I was never really a hundred percent myself. I'd say okay. I was about ninety eight percent. Okay, that's Because I felt self conscious all the time. You feel like you're hundred percent. I feel like I'm 110% now. myself with my current marriage, That's so I'm good. That's awesome to hear. So. I definitely chose right this time. What did you, what was your first move in dating? Did you go, because I've heard you guys met through online, correct? Yeah. Um, was that your first move or did you hit the bars, no, the check first, around with friends and family? The first girl that I, w- was a reconnection of was someone that I dated way in the past. Right. When she was under age, actually, but then she was of, of age now. But that's Fair a different, totally different story. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, I, I, I went and start, I went out with her for very casual, like just hanging out. A couple, couple months the, or a couple of dates? Like, or a month or two. month or two. Maybe, maybe two months. I don't even think about that. Barely less than a month. Uh, you know, we just hooked up a couple times. That was it. And then after that, I, uh, I, she, while I was actually dating her, she's all, you should go on this website. <laughs> and the website was OkCupid at the time. Okay. And she said it's like a free thing, but there's some quizzes on it that you can take that will give you like kind of in depth with yourself a little bit and get you to know yourself a little bit because of the questions they ask. And plus, it like shows you, she like, suggested you might meet somebody that's like, you know, whatever. And I was like, okay, whatever. And she said it's a time assassin is what she called it because it wastes time basically. <laughs> okay, could you could just do these quizzes. It's like crazy. Yeah. So I went on there and I was just having fun with the quizzes and stuff. And then like a couple people popped up that were really close that were like big time matches and they sent me messages. So I was like, oh, let me talk to these chicks, you know? And so I ended up meeting like two girls from there that I dated briefly, like a couple weeks, hooked up with a couple times. So that was basically it. It was basically a hookup thing that I used. There was one girl I was with for like three months, but then that didn't pan out. So I was like, whatever. And then, uh, Someone told me about another site called Plenty of Fish. Uh-huh. So I went on there, but it was just trying to meet chicks. Because, like, it's it's the time and age where you don't go to a bar to meet people anymore, really. Right. Like, it's really hard to meet people at a bar now. Yeah. So I went on Plenty of Fish. was talking to one girl for, like, a long time. And I actually met with her once. Uh, also met another girl, hooked up with her once. And then, like, really did was done. And then all of a sudden I get a message from Anina. And I wasn't going to message her back, actually, at first. Okay. Because I was like, eh, I don't really like her profile, whatever. And she put, like, she she purposely put the worst pictures of herself on her profile. <laughs> Wait, she told me this. Besides pictures, what was it about her profile that you were like, kinda, Well, eh. no, the message she sent, I was like, eh, I don't what know. What was the message? Do you remember? Oh, um, in my profile, I said that the, the Beatles, you're going to disagree with me, the Beatles are the best band ever. Right. And if anybody disagrees, like, they're wrong, and I've actually like lost friendships because of this true story is what it said on my profile i remember that i'm aware of your beatles fandom yeah so she actually like sent me a message about that type of thing like are you serious that you actually ruined it like ended your friendship over it and then i was like i wasn't sure if i was gonna respond i actually sat in my inbox for like a day or two before i responded and i was like "Eh, i'll respond like whatever so i responded yes it's true blah blah blah. she happened to be online at the time so it sent her a notification when i sent the mail that she was online so she instant messaged me right away i was like whoa like that was quick like immediately Kind of so, freak, did that freak you out a little bit? Because I know sometimes online you're not expecting that, right? Well, her, her like, second message was her phone number saying, just call me. Uh, I was like, 
that was really fast. Like, yeah. This girl is just giving your phone number out of nowhere. Yeah. So I did. I called her. We talked on the phone for like probably like an hour the first time we talked to each That's other. That's a good sign. And then we made plans to meet up at uh, the place we got married, actually, at the Huntington Beach Central Park. Uh-huh. So we made plans to meet up there um, later on that weekend. All on that weekend. So that weekend I met up with her. I was actually hanging out at a friend's house. I met, met her there. We met in person. And I was like, eh, she's kind of cool. Maybe I'll go on another date with her, you know? She seemed nice and fun. So so we went on a, on a date after that, like about a week later. Uh, and then she stayed the night at my parents' house because my parents were gone. They were out okay. of town. Everybody was gone. I was there by myself. Nice. So she stayed the night um, after the first date, and then we just hung out. Well, my I call it the first date. She calls it the second date because she counts the park as one date. But I just... We just met each other. We didn't right. And then we, ever since then, we were just dating pretty much every weekend we were seeing each other. I worked during the week and we would see each other on the weekends and hang out and every now and then. And then it just, it'd be about a month after we, our first date, we decided to be exclusive. That was about all she wrote from there. It's been her ever since. How long did you wait till you introduced her to your daughter? Because like me, as a person that has never been divorced again, probably ignorant, I... And I also was raised by my mother, who paraded a parade of idiot boyfriends around me my mm-hmm. whole life. Yeah. Like, did you ever have that concern? Like, okay, I want to make sure she's, I guess, the one or whatever before my, you. My daughter had met the girl that I dated before Nina. The most serious relationship before Nina after my divorce. Uh, my daughter met that person twice, and I could tell that my daughter did not like her from the get go. So and you I took was, that into... So I was like, okay, so the next person, I need to be with this person for a while first. I think it was a couple months in before uh, Anita met my daughter. Okay. When she met my daughter, however, my daughter instantly took a liking to her. Okay. So it was like, okay, this one passes the daughter test. Okay. Because my daughter, my daughter likes her. Yeah. My daughter was also a little, about a year older than she was before. Right, but at this but at this point but she was still like, you know, that's a good like sign. Yeah, so so it was always it was okay. I did wait a little while though. It wasn't like I was gonna like meet a girl and the next day bring her in, you know, to my family basically. Yeah, because I was I think I always freak out about that like because of how I was raised. I think me and Tiana were discussing it recently. Like, okay, if we get divorced, like you better not fucking be bringing some guy around a week later. Like, yeah. make sure he's the guy before you introduce him to my kids because. Because if it doesn't work out, you're bringing another guy in in the end. Well, it's also just like, it kind of teaches them a bad message about love. Yeah. Like, it's just like, catches, catch, catch. Yeah, as far as, as far as Phoebe knows, I've only had two relationships since my wife. Hmm. And one of them, she only met twice. And then and she was very young at the time. And the other one has been around ever since. So, she, she my daughter's only seen long relationships, basically. And then you said, and if you don't want to answer, it, it's fine, but you said your daughter's leaving... What's that like for you? That that sucks, right? Yeah, she's moving to a different state. She's moving to Missouri uh, in the fall. The family is moving there. And I assume um, I assume you're, of course, going along with it. As, I mean, sure, in the grand scope of things, it's, it's better for her to have Well, legally, I can stop it. You can't or can't? I can. Okay, so what made you okay with that? God, I would freak um, out about that. The part that made me not decide to... Fight it. Take steps and fight it is because of seeing how excited my daughter was about it. Yeah. And I was like, it's better to just kind of go along with it and figure it out as it goes and see what happens than, well, I don't want my daughter to resent me. It's like, you stopped me from this opportunity that my parents, that my mom told me about, my grandparents told me about because she lives in Where is she moving to? Missouri. Is it really an opportunity? My daughter's excited. What's so great about, Uh, she's excited for the, Maybe she doesn't like school. Maybe she's excited for the change, but... Uh, she's definitely excited for the Why change. is your m- wife moving to Missouri? Uh, they have friends out there. Or your it's cheaper, it's cheaper to live there. So just kind of a judgment call. Because, like, my mom up and moved us to Arizona with her new dad. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I believe everything happened for a reason, so it's fine now. But that shit sucked. Like, yeah. as a kid, I was like, what the hell? Like, you're uprooting us for this guy. Mm-hmm. And, like, do you think your daughter has any of that? Or she's just excited about it? She's just excited about it. She, it's not for a guy because her mom's not with anybody. Oh. Yeah. Oh, her mom's single think. right now. I don't know why I thought she was moving for a guy. No, her mom's completely single. So why is she moving j- for literally prices, just for cheaper the, the, homes? How, how much it is. I mean. Well, her, she lives with her parents as well. Right. Um, so it's the grandparents of my, my, my ex-wife and my daughter. Okay. And they're all moving together 
to Missouri because they can afford a home there because the home prices are so much cheaper. Right. So that, that's what is it. is Missouri any particular reason? Like we want to move. They to have friends there. They have friends. Oh, friends. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So, um, you're kind of giving giving a lot up for her, right? Just to make her happy. I mean, yeah. I, well, it still hurts, right? It, yeah, she's gonna be it's, so far it's away. Be, it's better to have a child that doesn't resent you. Than to have to have her close and resent you. Yeah, I'm fine with her being far and still especially at that age, right? When she's like 15, 16? Yeah. Well, she's fourteen, going to be fifteen. Yeah, this that's year. where they're going to either hate you or like yeah. you. Yeah, I'm already I'm waiting for the hate. <laughs> I hate you, Dad. You're ruining my life. Well, I mean that's going to happen no matter what. But um, yeah, that's crazy. Like I don't know why that would freak me out. Have you guys talked about like visitation? Are you going to like fly out there once in a while? Well, or? we discussed it. They they have her mom has expressed to me that they're going to be out here. Look. Every so often, because every oh, their whole family's here. Right. So no one lo- no, they just have friends in Missouri, so they're going to visit often. And when they come out, they said, "Well, if we come out, it's going to be for multiple days. It's not going to just be for a couple of days. It's going to be for like yeah. a whole week or something." And you're of course going to have a few days then. Yeah. And she said, "If and I, I'm probably going to fly out there at least once or twice." Yeah. Um. I mean, we that's have, not forever. Right? Well, we have that art uh, that van that we converted. Someday, we're probably you want a trip, you know. Someday she'll probably want to come. And she'll out. be like, "Hey, I want to come out and see you." I'll be like, "All right, let me get you a plane ticket," you know. Yeah. I should save my money for that. That stuff is wild to me. So just to put a a nip on that, like the whole divorce thing, like you would just say it was from early stuff, right? Like yeah, early in the stuff relationship, she didn't we, we both made some on. mistakes. Um, and also there was stuff from before we got married that she just couldn't like. It was basically like a lot of her. I'm not going to blame it all on her, because yes, I had something to do with it too. But I mean, guys can't fight, so <laughs> so we're, we say stupid shit and like make it worse. Yeah, but. Like she would, she, her problem was that she never let go of anything. She held right. on to so much, and then she also resented me for stuff that wasn't my fault. Like she gained weight, she was like, "Oh, you know, you know, I wanted to lose weight." And I'm like, "I bought you an exercise machine. You hung clothes on it. Like, what do you want? What else am I supposed to do? I can't put you on it and make you exercise." Can't Did you ever like directly confront her about not letting go of the past? Like directly, after, like after the this is after the divorced? after we decided on divorce, I did. And it was one of the fights that we got into over a phone. I was like, you never let anything go, and you need to learn that, or you're never going to have a relationship that works. And I was like, well, okay. And then the first person that she dated after we got divorced was actually an ex-boyfriend that she used to compare me to all the time. Well, I mean, that's kind of funny, because the first person you div- or dated was kind of an ex... Yeah, but it was just... Or a, a person in your life already. Like, it wasn't well, just a stranger. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. She did Kind of go to, like, the well, comfort. She, she used to talk about this ex-boyfriend all the time and compare me to him for some reason. And while we were still married, she said, oh, this so-and-so hit me up on Facebook, and he's an ex, but there's nothing going on. I just want you to know. But yeah, um, but she, she used to compare me to one of her old boyfriends, and she ended up going with him. And then after she was not with him anymore, after they broke up, she actually had a phone conversation with me where she said, you know, I'm really sorry that our entire relationship I compared you to him because I found out what he's really like now. And also when, when I told her about that phone call thing, she got mad at me because she, cause she was talking. And I was like, why are you getting so mad? She's all, because he asked me twice in the phone conversation we just had. I'm all, that's why I'm telling you. Yeah. And she's all, but it's like you don't trust me. I was like, no, it's not that I don't trust you. I don't trust him. Right. And then I don't trust that he can knows how to manipulate you because he was with you forever before. Yeah. Like, this is a something like multi-year relationship they had before they broke up. So, yeah, I know exactly what he's going to do. He knows how to manipulate you. Yeah. He got you to give him give him your fuck phone number when you're married. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Like it's not it's not hard. It's crazy you know? how people go back to their old relationships. Well, not to mention there's like a, some sort of weird statistic where women mostly cheat on people they've known before, they've been in relationships before because they find it easier to sleep with someone they slept with in the past. Yeah. So it's a lot easier for them to cheat on their current relationship with a past relationship because they're comfortable already. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it's sort of the same. Guys don't care though. Well, I mean. No, if guys they'll sleep, strange, with, they'll they'll get sleep with any strange, but yeah. I'm sure a known prospect is still easier for a guy. Just like well, because it's easier work that work into that. <laughs> it's not as much work. <laughs> Literally, as logistically easier. Logistically, it's the amount of work easier. you have to put in. It's like the amount of work you have to put in on a new one is a lot more than one that you already know. You already put in the work before. So when is she moving? It's supposed to be this fall. Wow. That's crazy. She said we're aiming for the fall, quote unquote. Is there like a percentage where she's like, nah, fuck it, never mind, we're staying in California? Uh, see, because I know how lazy they are, 
I think it may not be the fall it's a possibility, but I uh, but I think it's going to still happen. So it might be later, but it's it, it might happen. not be till the next spring, to be honest with you, because they they are really lazy that side. But they she doesn't even work; she's never worked the whole time. I know. So with all the like, all the good you have between her and all the promises, like, do you ever still have worries? Like, oh, I might not see my daughter for like two years or a I year. Think about or... it. it sucks, right? Yeah. I, I don't mean to get too personal, but. That kind of shit blows my mind because I, I can make it maybe 24 hours without my kids and it like hurts. But do you think because of the visitations you've done over the years, you're kind of more okay with not seeing her as often? Or because... I wouldn't say that I'm okay with not seeing her as often at all. Right. I'm not it's okay always that. awful, right? It's always going to be like, well, because after a week even, because I see my daughter every weekend. Okay. But after a week, I start missing my kid. Yeah. Like after a couple days, I start missing my kid. Like what the fuck? Why do parent? Why do females get? I mean, maybe I'm going off subject here, but I don't. I just don't understand why it's not half and half. It's why the, it's not like it's the fucking Monday, Patriarchy, Tuesday, man. Wednesday, her house. You know, Thursday, you Friday, Saturday, your house. You like, can have that. It's called 50-50 custodial. Did you ever, did you ever I don't fight have... for that or no? You just you're okay. With I let her have one hundred percent custodial physical custody, and we have fifty fifty legal custody, okay. which is how I can stop her from moving because um, there's a little thing. So in the you courts. could kind of put up. A... She has to get permission from the court to move out of the county, let right. alone the state. Right. Because it has to be. You can't move to where it makes visitation unreasonable for the father. To, right. For the non. That's what I'm saying. Like that's yeah, because it's like reasonable. Like what I have to pay a thousand dollars to fly over her. there. Like yeah, that type of thing. So that like that's legally you can't move somewhere if you're the custodial parent to where the non-custodial parent makes it unreasonable for the custodial parent. If the custodial parent says no, you can't do it. But she never even tried to get permission, which I'm like, eh, I don't know how your child support's gonna work because they get she gets it from the state, not from me directly. Right. So. You know, so they take it out by check. That's really cool of you, like yeah. really giving it up for your child. Like that's the ultimate like sacrifice. Like, yeah, I could be in her life if I forced it, but does she want that or is and that what, best what for kind her? of being in her life is it? If she doesn't like me, right? Yeah, if you're the one that's the guy that did that, yeah. that fought your ex wife, and so that's really big of you. Like kudos to you. That's pretty cool. I don't. I wonder if I'd be able to do that. I really do. I kind of freak out. The whole... Every... Get divorced to find out. I'll get right Come on, on that. get on there. It's like me. Be, have a second wife. Gianna was mad about mad enough about my second wife joke I made on that first interview. Oh, my what? F- Don't I, let her listen to it. I, <laughs> like, stop uh, listening to my podcast. Boy, I would have edited it out. It was when I interviewed my coworker Alfredo, and he was talking about retiring to Mexico. Long story, but I was like, oh, sweet. Like, keep in touch. I want to visit you down there. And I was like, oh... I'll probably be on my second wife by then. You know, we can come and visit. Yeah, I did not like Haven't met my future ex-wife yet. Oh, man. That's crazy. That's the end of today's episode. I hope you enjoyed. Please subscribe, leave a review, and be sure to tell a friend. Stay tuned for next week's episode where I interview my co-worker, Sydney. Thanks again for listening, and be kind to each other.